Whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we have a special guest Yay. with us, my sister Allegra. Hi, everybody. <laughs> um, and if you notice, she's not Skyping in. Her, her mic quality is decent <laughs> <laughs> because Allegra lives here now. Yay! I'm so. a Brooklynite or whatever it is. Yes. So Allegra and I just moved in together. Um, so she'll probably be on more episodes now. Yeah, we got our dank ass apartment now. <laughs> Yay! By, by dank, I mean I live in a basement. <laughs> Literally dank. But like, you're going to love it in the summer when it's colder than everywhere else in this apartment and i'm gonna be sleeping on the couch (laughs) for those listening it could be the summer when you're listening to it so it's great it's almost the summer already um you guys i'm very excited that allegra lives here but also we should get into this episode because i want to talk about lucas um so today we are talking about season seven episode 21 everything she wants so, without further ado, Kelsey, why don't you read us the Degrassi wiki summary? With extra time on her hands to do all the high school things parenting kept her from enjoying, Mia's relationship with Lucas has her on top of the world. What? Oh, no final appearance of Sean Cameron. <laughs> so sad. Also, what, why did, did she have extra time on her hands? I don't remember that part. She has no extra time on her hands. The whole point is that she has no time. She's just like making the time. On top of the world for maybe the first part of the episode, like the first five seconds. I don't understand. For that brief conversation with Anya? I don't know. No, it, but the summary says her relationship with Lucas has her on top of the world. I no. feel like there needs to be a but, because that's the entire point of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not... It's not great. Um, but the episode is called Everything She Wants, which is a 1985 song by Wham. Um, it was originally released as a, on a double A side with Last Christmas, fun fact. Um, but I guess as far as the episode goes... I guess Mia thinks she has everything she wants, but then we find out that it's not really true. I mean, it's fine. Whatever. I don't know. I guess. I I feel like what they wanted this episode to be is not what it actually was. Like, based on the wiki summary and the title, like, I don't, I did not get the impression that Mia's, like, really killing it. I mean, I think she's, like, trying to, like, make everything work. She's trying, like, she's dating Lucas again, and she's trying to, like, have them be a family, and she's trying to also be a teenager. So she's, like, trying to have everything she wants, but she doesn't get it. Yeah, she's like, I can be a mom and be on the cheerleading squad and be president and be a hip, cool boyfriend, girlfriend. Wait, is she running for president? Yeah, that's why he called her president later. She mentions it, like, when they're at... At, like dinner with his mom and her like weird boyfriend right oh, i love greg <laughs> shouts out greg um, first i thought she said craig and i was like that's an interesting choice <laughs> um but yeah so the episode starts 
With the best teacher at Degrassi. <laughs> with the science teacher whose name I don't remember. Mr. Benz? Who knows? But he goes, science! Which really <laughs> like, just brought me a lot of joy. Oh. Love those dork teachers. Yeah. Um, and can we get into fashion please, police immediately? Because I have a lot of notes. Oh, interesting. Go um, for it. There are so... First of all, Anya's hair is still down, and it looks great. It looks great. Um, there are so many, like, dresses layered over tank top looks yeah. in this episode. Like, Anya in the first scene is wearing a very sparkly tank top with, like, a tube dress layered over it. I, Emma wear or not Emma Mia wears like two different tank top dress layering outfits in this episode. Um, oh, also Emma's like weird flower power shirt is terrible. It's like callback to original Emma, the Emma it who is. met Sean. It's it is, and she also has pigtails a lot, which I think are like cute, but also feels like they're trying to really throw back to like the beginning of Emma and Sean. Um, and even though Emma's barely in this fucking episode, I know she's just like kind of on the periphery. Um, and then Mia, they're finally figuring out what to do with her hair. She looks great forever. I did not care for her party dress. I thought they could have done something slightly more interesting. And also, like, I feel like the dress that she wore the day before the party or like, was it the day? I don't know. She's at one point she's wearing this like tight black and green dress to school that felt like more of a party dress than like a go to school dress i couldn't tell if that was just like a weird style of dress or if it was like this is like a sports bra with a weird it looked like another tank top dress combo to me but it was cute it was it just felt like more of like a party outfit speaking of party outfits spinner is wearing a tank top and i don't hate it oh my god in my notes and i said this out loud i was like Spinach dress like a bottom. Like <laughs> she said it loud and I just like cracked up. Because it's, really it's like uh like a tight black tank top and like a really like short a almost of a choker black necklace. And I'm like, you look like you want to get some and not with your girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, I'm on board for it. It's a good look for him. Um also party outfits, Lucas, aka Bear Juggalo, is dressed like a muted guy fieri. Uh, I mean, Lucas, like his entire person. Lucas, aka Bear Juggalo, aka uh, lead singer of a pop punk band, aka Smash Mouth guy, aka Guy Fieri. Yeah, but it's it's like muted Guy Fieri specifically because he's wearing like a silk colored button up shirt, oh. but it's gray. It's just like plain gray and like jean cargo shorts. And so like he has this hair that like <laughs> you can tell that it's like if he does not brush it it just will stick out and like really uh like it's not it's not like silky hair you know it's it's a tight almost curl and so if he doesn't brush it he kind of looks like he has a receding hairline because he's 45 years old oh my god is he's trying to have like some 41 hair mm-hmm. you know what i mean where it's like it sticks out in like weird spots on purpose Lucas, you're not going to be Derek. You're just going to be Guy Fieri or like Jacoby. Oh, also at one point, um, Johnny DeMarco uh, has like a camo hat, which is a choice. He always has a camo hat. <laughs> His whole look is a camo hat. He is a walking camo hat. <laughs> I don't hate it. I'm just saying, I was like, was that Johnny DeMarco? And Han's like, oh, you don't remember Johnny DeMarco? I'm like, no, I just can't see him. <laughs> oh, where is he? <laughs> Um, also, there's a random douchebag at the party who has like luxurious, thick, long hair. Oh, you're talking about Moose. <laughs> That's Moose. 
and like a dumb hat. <laughs> yeah, that's Moose. Moose has beautiful hair, but like always covers it in a trucker hat. Like two years too it, late. I, it, I find it incredibly unsettling. <laughs> When a gross person has a magnificent, like, head of hair, like, Moose is clearly disgusting, he's a young boy, but he has, like, thick L'Oreal, don't hate me because I'm beautiful hair. Um, At one point, Jane is wearing two leather cuffs with studs on them, with her spiky necklace. Jane is the most try-hard. Um... Sean looks amazing in very all pretty. of his army clothes. Very pretty. Especially the one at the end. Um, at one point when they're like eating breakfast or something, he's got his like little tank top on and his guns are out and it's looking good. <laughs> the guns. He is so handsome. Also, he's wearing when so when he's working out with um Snake, he's wearing a shirt. Is this a Canada thing? He's wearing a shirt that says Army Arme. Oh, right, because they also speak, speak French. French there. I was like, I've seen this shirt like Forever 21. Like, I have a shirt <laughs> that says Meow, but they little, put a little accent over the E, so it's like Meow. So, like, Forever 21 was the first thing I thought of. Yeah, no, I'm like, is it just Canada? Hashtag maybe it's different. I'm not sure. It was very weird. Um, um, Mia has like 8,000 bracelets, which I remember being a thing. Yeah. I, I was a person who also had 8,000 bracelets. Oh, yeah. Same. I think that's all I got, though. Same, but it was um, it was action-packed clothing-wise. Question. So that in that one scene where I didn't recognize Anya because her hair was down, um, she was wearing, like, a blue shirt with, like, a yellow skirt. Oh, no. I wrote down, I wrote down that shirt, too. It's, like, a baby blue shirt. The back of it is all, like, stripes, like, up her back. And then on the front, it's, like, a weird argyle pattern. Okay, it was so a very weird I was, shirt. I was not wearing contacts or glasses. Were there, like, baby ducks on that shirt? <laughs> no, I think that was the argyle pattern. Oh, Because okay. it was yellow, like, triangle. I was just, front. like, I mean, Anya has a sticker book. Would not be surprised <laughs> if she wore, like, duckling shirt. But, like, it was an interesting choice. It, I would. It, I don't think it would have been, like, out of character for her to own a duckling shirt. Also, I'm here to answer... The question of what the fuck is a sticker book? It's like, yeah, you get stickers and you put them in a book so you can see and keep them forever and not just have them on that sheet. Because, like, when you collect it, you're like, oh, this will be my animal sticker collection. So you organize them on these sheets, not just on the pack you buy. This is never something I did. <laughs> but it's like yeah, the facial collecting. expression I'm giving a liker right now. I feel like speaks for itself. I don't. What? I don't understand it. I like it's like I think it's like stamp collecting. It's nothing I understand or I'm interested in or understand the purpose of, but like I think it's it's like a collection. If like uh, some people get like I collect very specific Pez dispensers, you know? I still don't get the sticker thing. <laughs> what kind of I stickers? I don't know. Like I said, so what if you're just really into like Lisa Frank stickers? Okay. And but you don't want to just have like sheets of unused stickers. You want to be able to look through and display them. Okay. So you get like a scrapbook. <laughs> you'll get like different colored construction paper and then you'll start laying them out and organizing them by like type. Like this will be specifically my Lisa Frank unicorn page of stickers. And then the next page will be like Lisa Frank panda bears. <laughs> this seems like a sad life that I don't understand. Apparently, they're very popular. Like, stickers are just very popular with young girls. So when Sav had a sticker book, I'm like, way to take down that, like, <laughs> patriarchy, man. 
I love it. All right, whatever. You guys do you and your sticker books. I still don't understand them. Um, but the episode starts, we barely have gotten into it. So then after the science class, Anya and Mir are talking. We're like, you want to have a study party? Like, couples only. Like, as a Holly J. <laughs> and Holly J's like, yes, couple of skids. And that's something. her only appearance on the episode. <laughs> Which is like, perfect. Nailed it, Holly J. Uh, I don't really like Holly J. I think at a previous episode I've called her bad words. But uh, that, She's that was a good moment. still terrible, but... Also, like, kind of slowly growing on me, and I don't know why. Because she's I'm, terrible always. I know that she gets better because I remember liking her at a certain point. So she must get better, right? God, uh, I hope so. Okay, so I have I have a question. So clearly we're getting into, like, TNG, TNG mm-hmm. uh, characters. That's, that's next generation, next generation characters, for those who don't understand acronyms. Um, but I'm, like, wondering. I know they're trying really hard to make Holly J the next page. Which will not happen because she's a Sinclair. Never. Nope. I'm wondering if they might try and make Johnny DeMarco the next J scumbag with a heart of gold. <clears throat> I mean, it seems like it. Right? He seems to care about what happens to Mia's child. <laughs> yeah. But and Mr. Simpson. And yeah, we can get into him. it, but like... <laughs> I love Johnny DeMarco. <laughs> Also, at one point, Lucas just calls him Johnny, and it's super weird. No, you have to say both of his names always. Yeah, so I'm like, with Holly J, I wonder if she will also be, like, a scumbag with a heart of gold. Like, I, like there's clearly, like, a bitch element to her personality, which I don't think can ever change. I think that's what happens. I think she's, it's almost like a knockoff Blair Waldorf, and Blair was always yeah. my favorite. Yeah. She is the best. She's the literal best. Okay. Um, Did you know Leighton Meester was born in a prison? Yeah. This words don't make sense Obviously. to me. Is that a name? <laughs> Leighton Meester is the person, person who plays Blair Waldorf. Okay. And she was born in a prison because her mom was in jail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Fun okay. fact. Um, George Takai was born in a concentration camp, I think. No, was also, he wasn't. He was I'm sorry. In... That's a California senator. <laughs> Previously, we've had a California George uh, congressperson. George Takai was in a Japanese imprisonment camp during World War II, and he made like a whole play about it. No, yeah. I'm legit confusing this with a California congressperson. Okay, we need to move on. Anyway, <laughs> this has nothing to do with the episode, but um, they were walking out of science class and they do that, and then Mia sees Lucas, like, waiting to go into the principal's office, and she's because, like, duh. what are you doing again? And he's like, well, you should be glad that I'm here, because I got in a fight with somebody because he said you were only the second most beautiful person at the school. And she said second hottest because he's disgusting. Yeah, whatever. I I, like edited it in my brain without even realizing it because what he said was terrible. He starts the scene with whistling at Mia, which is like cool, cool, good, good work. Like, and Mia is charmed by this for some reason. I mean, we've all made similar mistakes right we've all dated people that terrible i just put down mia's too good for this we, loser <laughs> i've dated people that terrible come on you guys help me out here yeah you're on your own um and then jane like swings by and is like oh surprise surprise you're like like getting in trouble again and then i think she i don't know like I she, don't know she says happened. she says something about how um he has to be like on his best behavior for their mom that night and he's like yeah whatever and then she's like rah and walks away and then Mia says that they used to be best friends because she's like wow that was icy and I know I used to be her best friend I've seen Arctic it's yeah. like okay um and then like Lucas 
says like a dirty joke because Ms. H is like, I hope she rubs off on you. She's your girlfriend. He's like, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I put phrasing Miss H and then uh, Lucas went, <laughs> it was really <laughs> gross and unpleasant. So like with Jane, um, so her like, Mia says, we used to be best friends, but as soon as I got pregnant, you bailed. And I'm just like, you find that out later. Oh, fuck. Sorry. Spoilers. <laughs> but I was, I'm sort of getting the vibe that maybe like Jane was also like, normal like before she was um cool punk rock chick she was just like plain jane um and i wonder plain anastasia plain anastasia uh and i wonder if like their weird parent things and like her best friend getting pregnant like made like an ashley Kerwin situation where she like put on heavy black eyeshadow and found herself Maybe. I, I feel like jane has always been this way i don't know i i, I can't imagine her like starting off from a different place like i feel like jane was like just like born with too many leather cuffs yeah i mean i feel like this is i feel like this is also kind of how mia probably started dating lucas because i feel like she was probably friends with jane first and then they were like all hanging out like in the same like weird like alt crowd and then they started dating. but i don't see Mia as very like alt which is why i think that maybe jane was like not expressing her badassery on the outside yet well mia does say like in an earlier episode that she used to be really different oh so and i i posited that like maybe it was like she had kind of like an alex like early alex vibe like something about her just says like giant hoop earrings as we learned later in the episode she used to throw down yeah when she was 13 (laughs) i mean like honestly same but still um, and then we see... But then we see Emma in her flower power shirt, and she's talking to Mr. Simpson, and he's like, he's officially, officially coming back now. And she's like, does that mean mom's going to come back home? And he's like, yes, yeah, sure does. The saddest phrase ever. I know. It's, it's a real fucking bummer. And then fucking army man Sean comes out of the van in front of school, and it's very exciting. God damn. He's so pretty. Hot damn. I put like, wait a second, guys. Wasn't Sean expelled? Why is he allowed on campus? Jay's not allowed on campus, but Sean's been able to go to, like, uh, cheerleading events <laughs> and can just visit school. I don't know. As far as the school is concerned, Sean brought drugs to campus. Well, I think that, like, after all the weird... <laughs> Almost killed a man. <laughs> Never forget. That was after he was expelled, so it's fine, right? It doesn't count. Although, apparently, I, for- I did forget. <laughs> I mean, I think that Jay just, like, has a more, like, unsavory, like, thing about him that makes authority like figures Sean not has, like, like him. like, repented, but and like, Jay never made that Sean effort. was a part of the candy bandits. Like, he joined <laughs> the unsavory part of the school hierarchy. But Jay did start it, and he did bring along the Montreal boys. And I feel like Jay's bullying, which indirectly slash directly led to a school shooting, is maybe more serious than, he brought drugs. Okay, but, like... This is back when marijuana was still like super scary. But also, we like Ms. H finds out that her son is a scumbag who breaks into lockers, so she probably realized that the Sean thing. Yeah, but didn't unexpel Sean. Yeah, but that's because he was in jail. And and I think at that point he was also like, "Uh, I'm just gonna get my GED. I'm gonna start a business. I don't want to go back to school anyway. I brought blueprints, guys. It's half (laughs) the battle. Oh my god. Let's move on quickly because I need to get to the next Sean scene because I have words. So. Um, but then we are at Lucas's house for dinner. And this is when we learn that Lucas has major daddy issues. 
and because they're like having dinner with Greg and his mom. I think Greg is either a stepdad or his mom's boyfriend or something. He's a boyfriend. Fun and fact, we're recording this on Father's Day. Oh, no. I call my dad. <laughs> I texted um, him this morning. It's fine. He also got an Instagram post, and I took him to the mermaid parade. He's had enough. <laughs> you had your Father's Day yesterday. Um, and then, but then, I don't remember what, Lucas is like, Ugh, how do you feel, like, that my dad's not here, and, like, he's, like, mad that his dad is not there. Yeah, it, so first of all, Greg is like the ultimate like stepdad, like, hey champ, um, I'm not here to replace your dad, but let's go play catch. Call me Greg. Like, and he's just like, so how, like, he's really putting in an effort to get to know um, Lucas and everything. And Lucas is just like, well, how do you feel that my dad's not here? Oh, you know, the one you provided for us before you kicked us out. I'm like, like Lucas that doesn't make any fucking sense why would Greg Greg, be there at all if your dad was here Greg has nothing to do with this and obviously he'd be Greg a hard time he's been very uncomfortable he's trying to date your mom I know I saw there's a giant bug crawling on her wall but I didn't want to call attention to it all right we just briefly paused and killed the bug but we don't know where the bug went so keep stay tuned There's so many bugs in our goddamn apartment. I love our apartment. Totally endorsed. 10 out of 10, except for all the goddamn bugs. It's summer. That's just going to happen. There were four spiders in a window yesterday, and I (laughs) killed three of them. One is TBD. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, at least they're not cockroaches. They're just, like, outside bugs. I'm from California. You're from Northern California. We've had bugs. That's true. We have lots, like, a fuck ton of spiders. But I digress. I just have Greg as ultimate stepdad and um, Lucas is a tool. But then, like, Mia is being, like, perfect, awesome girlfriend. Yeah, she's, like, you know, she because Greg is, like, Mia, your kid's really smart, which, like, we've seen no yeah. evidence of this at all. Um, but then, like, Mia's, like, and these are my accomplishments and this one and this one and I'm going to be student body president maybe. I don't know. And she says that she teaches Isabella how to spell by using spirit squad cheers which i hate so much by the way like that's so, oh i just i hate that it's like the most obnoxious hooked on phonics <laughs> but like then you pan to lucas and he's being so butthurt where he was just like oh i clearly wanted you to be a rude asshole to this guy and it's like greg she's not a rude asshole like you oh i'm sorry no lucas lucas <laughs> lucas. lucas looks like a greg though right <laughs> Um, he looks like a Jacoby. <laughs> he looks like a fucking Derek. He looks like a Fred yeah. Durst. But like um, Mia said, hey, I'll go and be a distraction. And I guess um, in Lucas's mind, it was just like, oh, so you're my girlfriend. So you have all the same thoughts and opinions as me. So let's just both be rude assholes to this guy. This will make my day better. But because she's being a normal, pleasant human being, he's like, oh, God, my fucking girlfriend. <laughs> Lucas is the worst. He's the living worst. But and then... So clearly, you know, me and her, his relationship are on top of the world. But then we are at Emma's house, and she and Sean are talking, and I don't even really remember what they're talking about, because he's so rusty at acting. Oh my god, he is... He's sitting down next to the dog, <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets up and walks across the room and sits down again and it's very awkward because emma very tall person standing the whole time 
And she's just looking down at him, and he's like, yep, shipping out, going to Afghanistan. Very wooden performance. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she's Clark- like, it's so dangerous there. It's like, she's still very upset about the fact that he's in the army, which... Oh, can yeah. we talk about how the scene opens with, Sean, I have a boyfriend. Oh, yeah. And he's like, oh. and he's he like, goes, great. I'm so happy for you. I'm glad we're both moving on. And, like, the way that was delivered, if it was, like, back when Daniel Clark was still acting regularly, it sounded like he was, like, super upset and butthurt. But I think he... Like, the legitimate line delivery was supposed to be, I'm so happy for you. Not like, I am so happy we have both moved on. <laughs> I think that Daniel Clark is just out of practice. He's been at school. He's out of practice, and I feel like the writers were like, we, like, or maybe you told the writers, like, I don't ever want to come back again. I'm at school. I'm not doing this anymore. But if you want to give me, like, a farewell episode, I'll come back one more time. And for some reason, this is what they gave him, but I don't know. You know, when I think of Sean's entire history as a character on this show, uh, when it comes to, if we're going to resolve his character, it's the relationship between him and Snake that I'm most worried about. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that's the focus of this, of Sean's last ever episode. Thank God for that. Not bitter at all. Don't understand. Did she marry Spinner? What the shit? Uh, even at the, so, I'm sure this is brought up a lot, but like a Tom Ruggiero interviewed Daniel Clark and he was like, Sema, right? And he's like, yeah, what the fuck? Same with Miriam McDonald. Literally, I think everybody was like, why did that marry 100% happen? of the cast, Shane Kippel, he's like, I needed to be with Jane. What the fuck? Yeah. Nobody understands. Nobody wanted it to happen. And listen, Stephen Brogan is still like directing this fucking show. We need to fucking he fix. He has this. the power to change this. Anyway, tweet at Stephen Brogan a million pitched, times. I already <laughs> pitched the perfect movie idea: TV movie, Degrassi, all grown up. I don't know what it would be called. Coming back from the army. I don't know. Okay, Degrassi podcast listeners. I'm sure we have tens of you at our disposal. <laughs> it's true. Tweet at Daniel Clark and Stephen Brogan and Mary McDonald like, hey, we need to fix this. Hashtag Sema forever. Yes. Just, we're going to unleash a very, very small army. Like a <laughs> militia. Not even. Also, like, like a really shitty militia. <laughs> also, Don't call them shitty. No, yeah. Be, ni- be <laughs> nice mean, to them. If you're going to incessantly tweet at people, just be like the nicest. You don't want to be like assholes about it or else they'll yeah. think that everyone on Twitter are assholes, which is true, but we don't want them to believe that. <laughs> I don't think our militia is shitty. I just think that they'd be like bad with weapons. Like I think that as a militia, oh, they'd yeah. be terrible. But if the weapons are Twitter, then it's probably a good militia. Also, shout um, out to our militia. Also, uh, Snake goes, spicy sag paneer, anyone? I know it's your favorite. Is it, though? I feel like Sean's favorite is Kraft mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah, something like Not even, basic. like, easy mac. With, like, yeah. you could have to make it in the microwave. It's like, he couldn't even make it in a pot. That's a true fact. That's all I ate my freshman year of college. <laughs> my next um, note is Lucas is a manipulative baby. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Lucas. So, okay, like, so we're with Mia and Lucas. Um, is it, are we still at the house? No. Yeah. No, we are. Because oh, they're yeah. doing dishes and oh, you're right. the really talented child actress is playing video games with Greg. Um, Not a single line this whole episode. <laughs> she's great. She just, Wow. <laughs> Um, and then, so Lucas is like angry washing dishes, which same. And 
um mia is like talking to him and he's like you're always so busy he's like with the spirit squad and babysitting and she's like when it's your kid it's just parenting yeah fucking lucas it's like it just it's really transparent the only reason he wanted to get back to be with mia he's like well i'm a child i would like to have my child girlfriend so we can be children together and the the kid thinks extra baggage and that's inconvenient for me so i'm gonna throw a hissy fit well i I think the whole lucas wanting mia thing is that it's sort of like like mia is so like crazy far out of his league oh yeah in always but he knows that he has a chance with her because they have history. And I think that that is where that thought process ended. His mind is like, I was able to make this work before. And it's like, yeah, well, before you didn't have a child. Yeah. And she was like 13. 13 and dumb. Dumb. And I don't know. Yeah. When you were 13, Lucas, you probably looked 20, which was a little more. <laughs> more. <laughs> Not 47 and a half. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he's basically like. Like, we need to have a date night, like, just me and you, without the kid. Like, he doesn't, he never calls Isabella, like, my daughter. He always says, like, the kid, like, her. Like, never, he doesn't get too close. As established earlier, Mia is, um, like, what, 15? Yeah. uh, On the cheerleading squad, trying to, like, doing really well at school, being a parent, and, like, trying to have a social life, and he's like, you're really not making any time for me. <laughs> yeah. The student needs a punch right into the nose. She and already has so, a baby. She doesn't need another one. And it's Seriously. so, like, father following in his father's footsteps. Because like, then earlier he's like, I'm just really upset that my dad's not here. He's the only person I can talk to, except for you. And it's like, you're a goddamn idiot. You're doing the same exact thing. And also he's like, I'm not going to see him for another month, which is like how you know you have a great father-son relationship. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, even Jane is like, oh, you mean our father, the guy who just dumped a bunch of money and then left us and we barely see? You sound familiar? Yeah. Because that's literally all Lucas does is he'll, like, buy, like, a fancy gift and then bail. Yeah. Which, like, where is he getting this money, by the way? He, fucking, I forgot about the motorized bike. That never he forget the weird, like, the super appropriate gift for a three-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, and he, like, totally plays on, uh, like, Mia so desperately wants him to be a father that, like, the slightest, slightest bit of effort he puts forward, she's like, oh, he cares. Like, he got her this book and he's just, I'm like, okay, you can't buy a book and then become a, parent and she's like oh Isabella's favorite and at one point he goes it's the only book I ever memorized <laughs> anyway here's something I want from you <laughs> <laughs> pretty much he's like and I also got her a bear fuck you Lucas um but then the next day we're at school and this is when Mia like comes up to Lucas and sits on his lap and is like cheerleader delivery which I was uncomfortable with I hate it so much here and I am then- a package for your enjoyment and then Jane comes over and, like, takes her aside and is like, girl, get out of this relationship, please. But I, He's terrible. I still think it's kind of valid still for me to be mad at Jane. Like, I'm sorry, you lost your um, right to lecture me when you completely abandoned me when I got pregnant. Yeah. Seriously. Just because Jane's not wrong doesn't mean Mia is also wrong towards Jane. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Mia is wrong for being in this relationship, although it's, like, understandable that she wants to be and, like, the reasons why. Um, But, like... What the fuck, Jane? Yeah. What did I want to know the story behind this? I want to know what happened. I mean, she was probably a scared child, and like the social pressures of like, oh my god, thirteen-year-old mom, and so she was like, that's a bad thing. But still, I mean, 
it's still like, well, how long was Mia going to Lakehurst with her before going to Degrassi and well, there's still no contact? Isabella was like a full-on child when she went to Degrassi. Yeah, so how long was Mia like alone and friendless at Lakehurst? Like she's built up some resentment. Yeah, totally. It's valid. Um, but then the next scene, the whole, like, the whole Nelson Simpson family and Sean are all, like, eating breakfast and hanging out. And they're so cute. What do you mean the whole family? I did not see the dog once in that scene. (laughs) Well, we heard him before. But, like, Spike is back, and she's like, I really missed this. And I was like, I did too. Oh, yeah, I have, like, Spike, a big-ass feather earring, just, like, casually. Uh, I just remember, that's, like, a total, like... I knew a mom who was really short with bleach blonde hair who had the big, giant, uh, colorful earrings. It's taken yeah. taking me back. It's and then look. they start talking about how, like, like Snake needs to get in shape or something. They're talking about the food. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Mr. Simpson goes, don't you have any other friends you want to see? And uh, Sean goes, nope. And you can hear <laughs> Jay's heartbreaking. <laughs> well, first, Sean is like, I mean, I can train you. Like, well, yeah, let's do it. And he's like, wait, no, you like, don't you have any other fr- like friends you want to see? Like somebody, he literally says, somebody at the garage. <laughs> Sean's like, nope, no, what are you talking about? And like, <laughs> like, no, 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 let me train you. Okay, do you remember that episode in The Fairly Odd Parents where Timmy wishes to be a girl on accident and he becomes friends with Tootie, or sorry, Trixie? Yeah. And Trixie, she's like, well, I don't need this anymore. And she rips the photo in half of her best friend. Yeah. And then she, like, collapses <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> like, it's a horcrux. I like that. That's what I imagine is happening today. <laughs> oh, poor Jay. Um, Good thing he has Manny, right, guys? Oh, oh shit, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Too harsh, Allegra. Oh, and he's 11 again. Now he doesn't know any of his friends' names. <laughs> oh, it just occurred to me. Maybe no phone's on the table, because sometimes it interferes and has feedback. Oh, I'm sorry. That's where my notes are. That's okay. Whatever, it's fine. It, I'm sure it's fine. I just wanted to make sure, because um, I've been burned before. Ooh. And then, but then we're with Lucas and Mia, and I don't remember what... Oh, yeah, so Mia... So they had previously arranged to, like, have a date night, and then Mia comes over with Isabella, and she's like, yay, we're here, and he's like, oh, you brought her? And she's like... I thought this was supposed to be a date night. Yeah, and she's like, well, she's going to be asleep, like, really soon, and then we'll have a date night, and he's like, if I knew this, like, I'd be hanging out with my friends right now or something, and then he's like... And then he starts... And then Johnny DeMarco, like, starts texting him. And he's like, see, this is Johnny. Like, mm, I, I think I'm going to go out. And Mia's like, so you're going to leave and we're just going to hang out here without you? He's like, yeah, perfect, babe. I'll be back in, like, an hour and a half. Great. It's so shitty. He's garbage. And also, it it wasn't that he was like, well, if, if she's going to be here, I might as well go out. It's that he literally made plans. Like... She was like, well, she'll be asleep, like, in, like, however long. And he's like, yeah, but by then we're going to go out with Johnny and, like, the other guys. It feels weird coming out of my mouth just saying Johnny. (laughs) But, like, yeah, he's like, well, then we're going to go out. And she's like, wait, what? Like, you made other plans, like, on our date night? Like, it's just very hypocritical and stupid. No, yeah, it's definitely like a, hey, like Mia's thought was, okay, he wants to spend some quality time with me. Uh, I'll bring Isabel over so we can like have a little bit of family time, put her to bed, kids go to bed super early, and then he and I can hang out. And his brain was, I'm going to have my girlfriend come along with me while I hang out with my friends. Yeah. I hate those guys. Um, 
It's terrible. So, and then he leaves. So then the next day at school, they're like in class again. And then after class, Lucas comes up to Mia and is like, I'm sorry. And is this when he, he gives her a gift probably. He gives her a bracelet and he puts it on with all of her other bracelets. And then she tosses off that bracelet. But like good aim just getting off the one. But yeah, it's, and it's a tacky bracelet, which is pretty much par for the course for Lucas. But he's so that guy that like fucks up and gives you a present. And then she's like, and he's like, let's make it up. Like, we're, let's hang out tonight. La la la. And then she's like, okay. It's terrible. Honestly, does he say that there's a party or does he just say let's hang out? He no, just, he says the three of us bring Isabella. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It just, it boggles the mind how stupid and selfish uh, this boy is. Like, it shouldn't. Um, he's the worst. He's so, it's, if, if Mia was doing this with anybody else, like, if there was another douchebag who's like, no, I'll totally be there to help, like, be a male figure for your daughter, but then it acts like a douchebag, I would be like, this is absolutely the worst. There's just, like just that thin line of understanding and sympathy for her because it is like legitimately the father of her child. Yeah. I think if it was anyone else, she wouldn't take the bullshit. No. Yeah. Like, because I think when she was dating JT, she was very upfront about the fact that she had a child and that she, like, they're a package deal. And he was like, okay, yeah, I get that. But JT was good yeah <laughs> he was a yeah. good person so, he was like i would love to spend so time with your otherwise child. she was very like upfront and like made it very clear to the person like this is part of the deal but because it's lucas it's like everything's going to the wind because she has like a weird history with him do you know what my next note is <laughs> yes wow memories <laughs> <laughs> so the next scene sean and snake walk into the school gym and then sean is like wow Memories. <laughs> Good read, Sean. Like, wow. Wow. Daniel Clark just fucking killing it. He, like, does not move his lips in this episode. Like, if you want to know how Sean, uh, like, delivers all of his lines, just talk normally but without moving your lips. <laughs> it's just, it just is all out of his throat. I don't know what's happening. I don't know. And then we start doing a training montage. She says things like, if it hurts, it works. And, and then we have, like, a lot of um, stuff. Stefan just mugging like yeah, yeah it's it's very weird especially when like the yoga ball is involved <laughs> anytime the yoga ball is involved it's a problem and then he's doing like burpees without the jump at the end and he's just like I can't do sit-ups which I it's fine whatever it's very it's just super weird it's weird. almost as weird as the radish like workout scene but not as funny they could have had better music for that. They should have had, like, sexy girl music. Considering how much good music is in this episode, they could have afforded, like, a way better workout song. Yeah. Seriously. Um, speaking of the music, then the next scene, Mia arrives to Luke. Is it at his house? Yeah. Yeah. He arrives at Lucas's house, and only to find that an entire house party is occurring at the house. I'm like, yeah, great. Let's bring a child to a house party. This is a good idea. I have... Okay, so it's it's weird that he was like, no, this is totally fine, but also, like, tracks because he's dumb. But, like, all right, I'm just confused about the timing because she gets there and it's, like, a full-blown, like, full-swing rager. But, like, what time does that child go to bed? Like, 8 p.m. tops? So it has to be... And she's, like, not ready for bed yet. So it has to be, like, 6 or 7. How long have they been partying in this house for? 
I don't know, maybe since after school. Listen, Lucas may be a dirtbag, but he knows how to throw a fucking party. <laughs> All right? Like, people are there and already raging, having a good time. Great fucking playlist like maybe this is what lucas puts all of his energy into just being the really good party guy but did it start at like 4 p.m probably i mean are yeah. they it's like right partying after the detention oh yeah God. it was right after detention and people know that hey when when it's a lucas party it's a good party so you can show up when it's still daytime and you know you're gonna have a good time maybe it's like so they could be like, oh, I'm going to Lucas's house after school to study, but it's actually a party and you can get away with it and then, like, come home later and be like, I had dinner there, going to bed now, bye. Maybe yeah. it's, like, very strategic. I mean, like, Spinner and Jane show up at a normal time. Red is red, ju- red jumpsuit apparatus is playing. <laughs> yeah. Spinner's like, where are the eligible tops in the room? <laughs> so... N- so she gets there and she's like, what's going on? He's like, no, it's fine. Like, we're going to party like rock stars. And I'm like, totally, dude. Oh, radical. No, I think his exact line I wrote down because it's so crazy is, when the cat's away, the mice will party like rock stars. <laughs> what? Although, if we're being totally serious. Totally, um, like a rock. <laughs> given everyone who's probably partying at Lucas's house, Jane is the only eligible top at that party. <laughs> <laughs> so it works out. Yeah. Um, and then, like, some, I don't know what song is playing in the background here, but it sounds like Academy Is-esque. No, like, uh, initially. Okay. The first, the first song is probably, yeah. And then, and then we cut back to school with a weird transition scene of, like, the front of Degrassi with two children making out on the steps and nobody else is there. I didn't understand like, why that was Who shot this necessary. fucking B-roll? <laughs> They do, like, weird in-between shots where it's, like, two seconds of, like, just people standing in front of Degrassi to, like, establish. But it's it, there's always, like, a weird thing happening. <laughs> but it was, like, did you, like, they were just making out on the steps. Like, how awkward would it be to, like, film that, like, from very far away and be, like, action. All right, we hired making these. making out in front of the school. We hired these two children Tuesday extras. <laughs> but why are they there? Like, it's nighttime. Nobody's there. It's not like they're, like making out after school or whatever like did they are did they stop or did they go there specifically for this reason to make out in the well-lit front stairway and degrassi i don't understand well it's canada maybe it got dark really early and these are people still like milling around after like after school activities i don't know man they're just sitting there though okay i don't know weird. anyway it's so then we're weird. back in the gym and sean starts pushing snake very hard and it's clearly he's having a breakdown and he's like you gotta do it you have to be perfect or else you die and you're like oh no shawnee oh poor sean based on the words he is delivering not the expressions he's (laughs) yeah um and then he parkours up the stairs (laughs) and leaves and snake's like wait sean let's talk about this and he's like no bye Parkour. Like I literally didn't put. I like, think my only notes for that scene was Sean BB. Yeah. But uh, now we're back at the party, and then this is when All Time Low is playing. And so Mia is basically like, um, "This is a terrible idea, and I should leave." And he's like, "Put the baby to bed, and like you used to be fun and party." And she's like, "Well, I do want to party." Which like, <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah. Um. So she agrees for some reason to he just like bats his eyes and strokes his gross chin strap. And I hate she's that charmed. chin strap. <laughs> like, what? Mia, get it together. Um. So yeah, she puts the baby to bed, and then all time low is playing for some reason. Yeah. It's a whole thing. 
But then we're back at uh, the Nelson Simpson house and Snake and Sean are talking and I don't really remember a lot of it, but Sean's like, I am a good, like, I'm a good soldier. And Snake is like, yeah, I'm sure you are. I'm sure you're like one of the best ones. Like, I know you're having a hard time, blah, blah, blah. I don't remember a lot of the conversation because I was just staring at Daniel Clark actively not blinking to try to cry. I was just like, you know, Sean probably likes to stand next to Spike when it comes to, like, <laughs> like any sort of family photo situation. Just because, like, everyone's so much that. taller than him. But it's, like, a moving scene, and they hug, and he's like, thanks. And it's just, it's very sweet because Snake has always been kind of a father figure to Sean, too. And he's yeah. like, I'm here for you, dude. Where's Tracker? I was literally like, he's like, I was he moved to away to like do his name. I was in my notes. I'm like, where is Sean's? And then there was a long pause of like Thrasher, Taser, <laughs> like. <laughs> but I'm just like, yeah, because. But that's like later because Sean's like, you're you're the people I'd want to come back to. I'm like, okay, so where are the oil fields? Like, is this is Tracker even still there? Tracker. Does Tracker know that Sean's Tracker. in the army at all? I don't know if he does. I don't know. I don't know how their relationship has been since Tracker left and Sean like stayed, and then he went, and then Sean went back to his parents for a bit, and that could have put even more strain on his relationship with Tracker because Tracker like so adamantly didn't want to ever go back there that's not then he came back again because tracker i don't know tracker always seemed like a really cool and nice big brother but he seemed a little more understanding to the parents sean seemed i don't know i don't think so i don't know because tracker would always be like what you want to go back to mom and dad oh you know he was probably the older child so we he probably had to take a lot of the shit yeah yeah so i don't know do his parents know he's in the army sean do you not talk to your family i don't know i think he's got a strained relationship with his whole family and the nelsons and the simpsons have always been like that solid like dependable people That's he true. has in his life so i don't know it was very sweet though yes um like then- i said the father-son relationship between snake and sean is the only nelson simpson relationship that we really care about <laughs> obviously um but then we're back at the party and then this is when Face Down by Red Opera, Red Jumpsuit Apparatus is playing. And this is also when Spinner arrives. Also distracting. Everything is distracting. I enjoyed this scene a lot for reasons that I don't know. No, because then, so then we're at the table and this is when we see Moose and Moose is like saying gross things to Mia. He's like, I really like your dress, but I like you better in a Spirit Squad outfit. And she's like, me, I like you better in a Spirit Squad outfit. I'm like, that didn't really land with Mia. But Moose was like, what? (laughs) Which like... Mia, this is not like, she's not like, I don't know. It's not a good comeback. She's not like being cool girl, but I get that they're trying to make her be cool girl, but it's just not really working. And then this is when Johnny DeMarco is like, when was the last time you checked on your tater top, Brittany? And like, he's trying to like, be like, oh yeah, I'm going to insult her. But also I'm very concerned (laughs) that the three-year-old is upstairs and also going to make some super cool, tough guy pop culture references. I like you guys, I fucking love Johnny DeMarco. He's worried about this kid. (laughs) He is all of us. Johnny DeMarco is all of us. Danny DeMarco needs better friends. He clearly has a bad track record. And then Lucas is like, don't listen to them. And she's like, you know what? Actually, I should go check on my child. And then she goes up 
And she's and Isabella's not in the room where she left her. And she's like, where is she? And then Jane walks out with her. And she's like, she's scared. She didn't know where the bathroom was. And then Jane continues to be like, what are you doing with Lucas? He's going to disappoint you. He's going to run out. Like, why are you doing this? You guys shouldn't be here right now. What is happening? Yeah, it's super weird that she stayed at all for a person who's like, I care about my daughter. I put her first. Like, the, why, why are you doing this? Because then Mia's like, I'm just trying to be a normal teenager. And everyone in the world is like, you, you're you a mom. You are not a normal teenager. You can't do this. Has 16 and pregnant taught you nothing? <laughs> was that out yet? I have no idea. It was either just being out. Actually, I don't know if it was. I don't think it was. I don't think it was out yet. I think it was maybe like a year later. Or like, it was almost about to premiere. I don't know. Um... Yeah, then as Mia is like taking Bella downstairs to leave, Misery Business by Paramore starts playing yep. and it, we are again distracted. And then she's like, I need to go. I need to take her away. And Lucas is like, no, what are you doing? And she's like, she's like, like, I, you need to know that being a parent, you have to put her first. She comes first always. Like, I need to go. And he's like, oh, no. And he's like, I can't do it. It's too hard. Which like, how fucking hard is it for you, Lucas? You haven't done a goddamn thing. He just, this entire episode wants Mia to be an accessory to him. He's like, I'm going to do my life, but I just want you to be there. And then, like, even at the party, he's like, they're not hanging out together. He's not talking to her. He's just expecting her to be, like, on his lap being pretty. Like, like, Luke, what what the fuck do you even care? But then there's a knock at the door and the police come in and they're like, We got a noise complaint, and you guys are all clearly underage. Everybody leave. Which, like, okay, so first of all, it's not how the police work. It's not how the police work at all. Um, And, I mean, we all saw that coming from, like, 10 miles away, right? Like, as soon as a party started, we were like, no, cops are going to break this up, and there's going to be a small child. Like, I wasn't alone in this. And just, yeah, no, they, they can't just barge in. Like All for right, a noise this is clearly complaint. not okay. Like, what if this is just like a party full of adults? Like they, like you would knock on the door, being like, "We got some noise complaints." Exactly. And if a drunk child opened the door, then they maybe could go inside. <laughs> exactly. But like, you knock. You need a warrant before barging in. Like, I mean, Canada, but still. No, not even Canada is cool. Like, I mean. Um, in like a cool parent way. And yeah. then they see Mia with the child, and they're like, "Oh, is oh, no?" They say, "Is this your child?" They ask Lucas, and he's like. No, it's hers. And then they're like, oh, you're drunk. We need to report this to Children's oh Aid. Oh, my God. Mia's fucking face when he goes, no, it's hers. She's like, are you fucking kidding right now? <laughs> I'm like, if she's your child, she's allowed to be here. And like, yeah, we fucked up. But like, we could be like, oh, she had nowhere else to go. Like, no. The, now it just looks like Mia willingly brought a child to a party when that was not her original intention. Yeah, I'm stupid. Oh, fucking Lucas. I just. Ugh. But then the next scene, Sean is walking down the stairs and is like full on army, like fancy clothes. And he's looking great. And then he's so handsome. And he has this like box of stuff. And he's like, um, I wanted to give you guys this because you're the guys I want to come home to if I come home. And Nick's like, you're going to come home. And and then he like pulls out the photo of him and Emma on their first date. And he's like, I thought we could take an updated photo and it's so cute and they take a photo together and this is the last scene that we see sean and it's beautiful <laughs> my heart sean music sean music and this is the last time we probably ever hear sean music 
we should eulogize him. He was the ultimate the uh, delinquent with a heart of gold. Like uh, he's not a slimy douchebag who is so endearing that you love him. He's like <laughs> legitimately a good person who's just trying his best. Honestly. Uh, That's not how okay. the episode ends. There's I only have one more note. The episode ends with it's Mia, don't Mia, get Mia like scrub. at children's age getting the shit together and the lady is like um like you like your custody of her is conditional you have to like do shit with children's aid and that's the same for the father if he's involved and then mia's like nope just me and then it ends which like thank god i don't want no scrub Scrub. nope (laughs) but like i'm surprised that they gave her back at all like I don't know. I feel like there should have been harsher consequences for this. I don't know. They were I don't know. Like, the lady was like, I mean, we don't want to take a child away from their mother. So. If they can help it. Yeah. And I think it helps that, like, her mom is very involved. Like I a, don't know. IDK, bro. I don't know. Convenience for the plot. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Um, but that, yeah, but that's the end. And it's Sean's last episode. Should we do the eulogy? He couldn't act, but sure, he was pretty. Well, he couldn't act at the end. That's what I meant. Like, he was just this episode. These were pretty. Like, what he represents. Sean, leaving us too soon. Why are you not with Emma ever again? I don't understand. I'm going to miss you and your bad boy with a heart of gold whole deal. I'm going to miss your eyebrows. I'm going to miss your arms. I'm going to miss everything. Oh, Sean. It's really dumb that Emma married Spinner, and we're really never going to be able to get over that. You had your ups and downs. You had a ferret at one point for some (laughs) reason. That was mostly Ellie's fault. You befriended Jay, and you stole Snake's laptop, and neither of those things were great choices. But you were just so pretty and so good for Emma most of the time. And you just like, Ryan Atwood Light, we're going to miss you so much. I am Holland's sister. Um, So a lot of what she said can be uh, verbatim true for me. But like, it's just everything you did was just like, we could totally see your thought process and it was all it was never like i'm doing this because i'm like a douchey hormonal teenager it's like you're doing this because you're just a lost little puppy you don't have strong direction you didn't have a great home life you're just doing your best and by the time you leave us even though it's tragic like you're in a much better place you know you found something that that works for you and you know, you wanted to be with Emma, but she's a cuckoo banana brains who hears the word army and freaks out. But, you know, in in the perfect future that literally every cast member of Degrassi is thinking, and also all of us, you know, you get back from army, and and you 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 go to Emma and you go, look, these are the awards I got from army. It's a handful of stuffed animals. And you go, what's going on in your life? And she goes, oh, I married Spinner. And he goes, what? And we all go, what? <laughs> and and she... then you recreate the scene of when she was dating stupid Peter, and he drives her around on a whirlwind adventure, and they make out in his car and break up the marriage and live happily ever after. Because she can't resist you, man. She... End game. 
Yeah, and like, trust me, Spinner will be like, this makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Where's Jane? Like, uh, when George Harrison was divorcing his wife and his wife, Patty Boyd, married Eric Clapton, George Harrison and Eric Clapton were best friends still the whole time. Like, no hard feelings. I'm sure we can make it happen. Tweet at Stefan Brogan. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Goodbye, Sean. I miss you forever. Alright, so we have a YouTube comment. Yeah, and a sudden change of mood. Yep. Uh, from Kristen Nadu, six, nope, nine months ago. Can't, can't read. It's fine. Sean is so daddy, I'm screaming three hard eyes. (laughs) 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 Same. Yup. Oh, Sean. Seany. Okay. Um, Spirit Squad captain of the episode. Sneak. I'm gonna go with Jane. Sean! No, I'm just kidding. Um, I guess I'll go with Johnny DeMarco. Johnny DeMarco! (laughs) (laughs) Um, ship of the episode. Jane and Spinner. Emma and Sean, just because they had a scene together. Sean and Snake. (laughs) Johnny DeMarco and Redemption. (laughs) Johnny DeMarco and me. (laughs) I still don't understand. Let's not go too far. Aspect of your love for him. I don't either. What's happening to me? He could have a glow up, right, guys? People tweeted us. (laughs) Does Kelsey have hope, or are we just gonna judge her more? Does Johnny DeMarco ever get a glow up? Does he ever cut that hair? I feel like he'd look better without that hair. I don't know. I just think it's like a Derek situation. It's like, is the hair helping hurting or is there just lost cause, you guys? I legit, first time ever watching this, got Derek and Johnny DeMarco confused when they were on screen. They look the same. They're just generic white teenager with curly blonde hair. Derek's hair is a lot different. I don't know. Um, Moral. Put your child first when you have a child. Be, okay. If something, if you're feeling something, like, from your gut, trust it. Like, if you're like, maybe I shouldn't date this guy, go with that feeling. Mm, Maybe I'm, like, scared. Okay, talk to someone. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. That's good. I like it. I'm bad at morals. All right. Um, Grapevine. All right, we're a little light on Grapevine today, but we have a couple. So Gloria, at Gloria Tweets, um, she sent us a tweet of a photo, I'm assuming a screenshot of the Montreal boys from that episode. Oh, it definitely is. And it just says, mood, having a cold one with the Montreal boys, hashtag never forget. <laughs> and then she said, I had to do this for the time being since no merch is, on the, is in the works yet. <laughs> So thanks for doing that. I think we retweeted it. Um, and then Caitlin at Caps Lock and Drop It said to us, said to us, tweeted us, Toby, Peter, and Jay, the friend search continues, TM coming to soon to DVD. So pretty great. Keep tweeting at us, you guys. We enjoy it very much. Um, and if you want to be featured on the grapevine, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod. We have a Tumblr, uh, whatever it takes, podcast.tumblr.com. Um, and we also have an Instagram at DegrassiPod and a Patreon page if you want to be like a nice person. Um, there's like rewards and shit on there. It's pretty dope. 
Um, and we're on SoundCloud and Spreaker and Stitcher and iTunes. And if you're on iTunes, you can rate, review, and subscribe. And if you send us a review, we will write a Degrassi fan fiction or like ad lib it about you and whoever you're interested in. Um, and if you have like requests, then you can like totally put that in the review. That is fine. Um, and if you don't have any requests, then we will make one up. <laughs> and that is always interesting. And if you're not, and if you don't live in America, send us screenshots or email us at whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com uh, screenshots of your reviews so we can make sure to include you. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at KelSucks with a Z at the end. And Allegra, where can the people find you? What do you want to plug? Is there anything that you're enjoying right now? Etc. You know how this works. Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Allegra Baker, um, two L's. I've, I've, I've tweeted lots of Photoshop pictures at uh, the Degrassi pod, so you can find me that way. Um, yeah, I've been enjoying lots of music lately. I had to download a bunch of stuff on Spotify for my fucking 12 hours of traveling. <laughs> um, and one of the bands is, is, I think it's called Bros. It's like all caps B-R-O-S, and so I would pronounce that Bros. Um, they're like Bros. a... There's, it's like, it's like a, it's a new band, um, newish. Um, they have an album called just Volume One. They're like a '70s revival band. They have like really cool '70s music, um, '70s inspired music. And so, if you're gonna listen to anything, listen to Tell Me. Um, but the whole album's pretty good. Cool. Um, I'm going to recommend something. Allegra and I spent literally ten hours straight watching on the couch yesterday, which is The Handmaid's Tale. It's on Hulu. Everyone watch it. It's very, very good. Um, I have also been binge watching a thing. Uh, mine is a little lighter. Uh, I've been watching Gravity Falls, which ended like a couple years ago. But it's so good. There's only two seasons and it's just so good. And it's on Hulu. So you guys should watch it because it's the best. All right. So thank you again to Allegra for being here with us today and probably for a while um yeah i was gonna say expect a lot more allegra she might even be on the next episode because we're just having a recording day and she's here so who knows we'll see if she I wants to know. i'm just you don't super busy with all of my friends in the city you know <laughs> um but that's all we have for today so thank you for listening and goodbye panthers bye panthers bye bye guys <laughs>